Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Recce. This week we have a very special guest with us. The, the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Green, of course, our principal sponsor from the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship and all-round good guy and legend of New Zealand rallying. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us, Greeny. Thank you very much. What a great introduction, Leo. <laughs> Got to talk up the main men, eh? Um, obviously, Rally New Zealand now, uh, as, as we talk about this, it's a handful of days away. In fact, I think the first of the WRC team sets up tomorrow in the service park, so... It's all starting to go. Um, yeah, we were just talking a little bit before. Effectively, it was the forerunner to this event um, where you made your start in, way back in 1970. Yes, we, I did the uh, 1970 Silver Fern in the South Island uh, based at a Christchurch in an Escort 1300 with Robert Lester, who went on to be the Menfield promoter um, for the motorist circuit here in, in uh, Fielding. And... Um, uh, that, uh, that that led then to a couple of rallies with Jim Foster. I had no money in those days, and those guys had the cars. Uh, in the case of the Silver Fern, uh, Robert and I shared the driving stage by stage. We had an Escort 1300, as I said. We just had ordinary bucket seats. A uh, hunk of exhaust pipe was your roll cage um, over the over the hoop behind you. Seats were bolted down. If you hit something, you go through the windscreen. Um, it was in the brand on F100 Cavalino tyres, I think, from memory. So um, it was very much different to what we've got today. Oh, very, very much so. And uh, even the concept, I think, of, of driving stage, stage about is, is not something that you get away with doing these days. Well, not only that, um, you'd start some days at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning and run through till 3 o'clock the following afternoon and this sort of thing. So you had uh, sort of 30-hour stages, I suppose. And um, again, you just wouldn't have that today, full stop. No, no, absolutely not. Um, I, yeah, looking back through through some of the history books, I think your your best WRC result uh, was 1979, would have been in the, the BDA Escort, I think, back then. Um, I uh, yes, I actually selected one of my photos. Actually, that was the one I. That's the one I selected. I don't know how well this might um, come out. Oh, um, beautiful! But that was a that was in '79, and we finished fifth overall. And uh, we were very, very uh, proud of being able to do that. Obviously, it's an action photo with the oil coming out of the. Uh, I think I think it was the oil cooler in those days was up the front, and obviously it was a leak there. But we managed to get out of the stage and carry on. Um, but that was a that was a, that was a marvelous rally, and we ran on. Uh, we ran on um, uh, Star Motodrome retreads at, at a Hawks Bay. They sponsored us, and uh, we got to the end of the rally. And it was one of the good lessons I learned. We got to the end of the rally, and I rang the guy up and thanked him um, for letting us use his tyres at a, at a reasonably cheap price. And I think our tyre bill was something like eight grand for two hundred tyres. And uh, he said to me, "Have you got a decent photograph of the car with my name on?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, send me that and screw up the invoice." I said, "Done. No worries whatsoever." <laughs> So that taught me to pays you to look after everybody wherever you can. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Would that be your most fond rally New Zealand memory, or are there any that really uh, stick out to you from you know, the many, many years? Um, I think the year on the South Island when we had the ice and snow and the um, Jimmy Richards ran off the Danzy's Pass and that. And we all ended up down at Danzy's Pass at a hotel. And I remember Hanu Mikolo, uh was lying on the floor in the middle of the night. We drove in over the stage in the snow and then we had to wait a couple of hours to go back. Anyway, we all ended up, New Zealand competitors and the overseas competitors, all lying on the floor in front of the fire at the Danzy's Pass Hotel. And it was a great feeling to think here's world champions there lying on the, on the carpet of the floor beside us, us normal people. <laughs> 
yeah, it is it is a great uh, yeah, opportunity to mix with the the legends of the sport and even as you say, Jimmy Richards as well as Hanu Mikula and and um, albeit Jimmy probably wasn't quite as uh, as infamous as he is now for his exploits. But um, I think one thing that's really cool about your history too, uh, Greeny, a very different escort to the one you showed us, but it, by my recollection, you're one of only two Kiwi drivers to have driven a world rally car um, in Rally New Zealand. Yes, I think so. Possum Bourne obviously did, and yep. we used the escort, I'm not sure, it was two or three times. Um, and uh, it's certainly, um, world rally cars are certainly, as we all know, miles, uh, huge steps ahead of um, the the normal type um, cars that we that, that most of us drive these days, um, and it was, it was certainly a, um, a a great experience. That's for sure. Um, you know, when you go back through the New Zealand thing, you had Mercedes Benz teams out here in like an '81, I think it was, and Walter Rawl and the Fiat was on his own amongst uh, against them. You had Ari Vartan in the year he drove with Jim Scott navigating in the North Island, and uh, the three Fiat uh, teams running, uh, three Fiat cars running as a team against him. Um, we've had, certainly had some fantastic um, uh, events here, that's for sure, and, and great teams coming here. Obviously, it's quite a different rally uh, this year in terms of, you know, the mileage is well down, but a lot of the endurance factor is still there, isn't it? I mean, the Friday's best part of 15 hours on the road. Well, it's going to be a long way for me. I can t- I can t- definitely tell you that. Um, you know, if the first car, I understand, starting at 5.45 on, on Friday morning, not getting back into late 30 at night, and we're running about an hour 20, I think, behind that, you told me. Um, so if that's the case, we're not going to get until about 10 o'clock at night, and I've been on the road since 7. I'll be pretty, I'll be pretty grumpy and tired by then, that's for sure. <laughs> that might not be a great time for sponsor renegotiation, you say? Uh, if we finish the day unscathed, it might be all right. <laughs> um, I think it'll be, it'll definitely bring um, a, a huge uh, difference into the event because in the past you've only done two or three stages, had full servicing and carried on. And I, I just can't recall, um, apart from going back to your early days up the Haast Pass and that, um, I just can't recall anywhere where we've travelled so far without any, without any servicing. So it'll be... Um, well, hopefully it'll be very interesting to see what does happen. I just hope that the top cars will keep going because uh, it'd be terrible if we end up with a, with a very d- d- diminished field, that's for sure. Absolutely. I mean, uh, unfortunately, the reality is that I'm sure that there will be some casualties. You know, the, the, that Fonga Coast stage and, and the Tiakaos are certainly ones that, that seem to claim cars every time they, they use them. I mean, how much of a challenge Fonga Coast first up how much of a challenge is that bit of road? Because it's really like five bits of road in one, isn't it? Well, it's a very difficult bit. Of, it's a very, very difficult bit of road. Um, you know, I don't have a, a great memory, but it's just very, very quick at the start. And down to the big spectator point, you can see that from quite a few kilometres away when you're driving. Uh, and then from there up, she tightens up. And uh, if you do get a chance to have a look when you're in the real twisty bits and over to the side and you look down on the... Uh, on the Tasman Sea, it looks like being in New Caledonia with a beautiful blue and green sea and that sort of thing out there. Um, and I know people sort of uh, probably think, how in the hell would you have time to look at that? But it's just the way that you, you come around a corner and you slide around and you just happen to just uh, uh, see the sea below. But certainly they twist right up and, um, and it's very, very rocky and it's, uh, and, it's, and it's obviously very hard on the car as well. Get the two Tiakau stages, of course, completely different and they're pretty fast and, and open from what I recall of them. Absolutely. Um, so if, if we move on a little bit, um, 
I think it's now 12 years that you've supported the championship. It's fantastic. And I believe the longest running sponsorship of the New Zealand Rally Championship. How much, how much have you seen it move on? Because I, I look back to like 2012, the last time we had Rally New Zealand here, I think we had about uh, 14 or 15 cars in the field. And I think for this one, we've got 59. Yes, well, it certainly is different this year because you've got, um, you, you've allowed the New Zealand cars to run and you've given us the opportunity to do that without having to use the fuel which the World Rally cars are running in the tyres. Because I remember that last time and we had to run their fuel and we had to run their tyres and um, the tyres just were totally unsatisfactory for our cars. None of us could get the tyres warm. And I think I had about the only Evo 10 left at the end of that event, that, Evo 10, Evo 9 when it comes to that, uh, left at the end of that event that hadn't been on their roof. Everybody else had been because you just could not get the tyres warm enough. And, and even at our speed, we were, we were just sliding from one side of the road to the other, that's for sure. But um, it's certainly great to be able to compete against these overseas guys and just see how fast they do really go. Yeah, so I guess come Saturday night for you because you're just doing the, the two-day rally, What's a successful result for you when you get back, to, hopefully get back to Auckland? Well, the first, um, <laughs> the first, but um, is to get to the end of Friday. I'm doing the Teratonga um, three-hour race with David Rogers on the Saturday afternoon, and uh, I'm doing about half of that event, and then I'm flying straight to Auckland to do recce. So my first target's going to be to get around the domain without uh, hitting anything in the dark, and then uh, spend all day Friday staying to stay in the middle of the road and, uh, and avoid any rocks and that type of thing and finish that. Um, as far as, as Saturday's concerned, then, well, it's a matter of going as quick as we can and, and trying to keep um, as many of these young guys behind us as we can, and that's not easy these days, I can tip you. Yeah. Have you have you got any tips for them, or are you, get, you just going to keep all that uh, keep all that pretty close to your chest? Well, they, they can learn the same as I had to. <laughs> I um, really appreciate you taking the time to join us, Greeny. Um, yeah, I mean, we could sit here for hours and, and go through some of the stories uh, from, from your history, and, and we've done that a few times over a, a cheeky red wine or two, and it's quite enjoyable to, to hear some of those stories. We might have to, to do a part two with you, I think, at some point down the line. But, um, yeah, again, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for your continued support uh, in what we're doing. And uh, we're looking forward to a pretty exciting event. By the time this goes to air, basically, you'll be running around the domain. So it'll be pretty exciting. Yes, well, um, all we can do is wish all the competitors the best of luck. And uh, hopefully from the organiser and the spectators and that, um, it works out, works out to be an extremely successful event. Certainly, there's heaps of people I know from the South Island that are coming up in bands and and uh, camper vans and minibuses and that sort of thing. And, uh, and hopefully the weather looks after us. And, uh, and as I said, everybody has a, has a great event and everybody's safe.